Lately I feel I'm sinking in a flood that's gone. It's got me thinking about what I've done to be a part of the mending, sending light into the dark, or how I've broken and spoken in ways that tear apart. Welcome everyone. This is Dr. Andrea Gould-Marks with Boom Goddess Radio and we have been led into our show today by the soulful music of Amber Norgard. Just so you know, this is the second half of an insightful conversation that my co-host B.B. Peters and I had with her and with artist Mark West on the topic of creativity. For a bit of background, Amber practiced nursing in tribal Alaska and then followed her calling to connect people through music. She has since released seven albums with one on the way coming out in late July. She's been described as one part poet, one part social crusader for sure. Mark West is a multifaceted artist. He uses drawing, painting, photography, and graphic design to craft his message as a visual storyteller. Mark is also a writer and a musician and an all-around creator of a variety of intriguing pieces. His humorous intelligence with regard to creativity and teaching qualifies him as a Ph.D. wannabe. We've been talking about the interplay of inner and outer creativity, the sources, that sometimes it can come from outside and touch us deeply inside, and then it resonates, and then it comes out of us again in a new form. Or sometimes we, it just starts inside of us and just has to come out in an expression. So I was thinking that it would be interesting to talk about sort of like a day in the life of being Mark West or being Amber Norgard, um, and just talking about the the progression of events or how an ordinary day might roll out, and then something comes of it. So, if that's okay with you, I want to talk about Amber for a second. That um, she had a nursing career originally, and then she left that career to become a musician. Her seventh full-length album is scheduled for release later this month, the single coming out tomorrow, which is uh, a Friday in July. And um, wow. And tell us about an ordinary day in the life of Amber (laughs) Norgard, multifaceted musical artist. Thank you so much, Dr. Andrea. <laughs> so, a pandemic day or a pre-pandemic day? You, you, can, you, can, you can make, that, that's interesting. Do the contrast if you want. Go ahead, do the contrast. Wow. Uh, well, the pre-pandemic days were very busy. You know, it was, it, I had many gigs. Um, usually I performed at least five times a week. And so those days, you know, I would, I would get up and the day would be about preparing for that and doing my business on the side. And honestly, the, the writing, the inspiration would happen when I would come home and this is going to be a little vulnerable, but I would take an Epsom salt bath. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I would have lyrics just start to come. And I've heard other people talk about it's those salts. Know, yes. It's the salt, the water, the bathtub, you know, that has been, I actually wrote several of the songs off of my album from the originate, <laughs> they originated there. But the, the pandemic days, um, they're, they're different. 
I wake up and I do, I walk my dogs first thing in the morning. And then if I have time, I take that time to, to journal. Um, right now it's kind of filled with business because I have a new album that's coming out. So I actually have time for this one to really learn how to navigate the, the new ways of digital music. And then um, my vocal coach always says, without the art, you have no business. So the art needs to be a priority. So um, just, you know, if I'm, I'm able to sit down to the piano and with the guitar and sing, and um, at this point I'm, I'm learning how to memorize, I'm memorizing my current songs from the album because I write them. That doesn't mean they're stuck in my brain yet. So that's kind of a, a typical day for me. Wow. And is it sometimes that you have lyrics that you know for sure up front are going to be guitar songs and other times that you need to go back and forth between the instruments to see which works best? The, you know, the piano and the guitar are tools for me. So sometimes I'll start, I'll start out writing one on the, on the guitar and I really think that it's supposed to be a guitar song and then I switch it to the key, the piano and it's like, oh, this has a whole different vibe and I need to do it that way. Several of, you know, some of the songs on that album that, that you've referred to, like Lasting a Lifetime was actually a commission that I did for an anniversary. So part of my inspiration, you had talked about, you know, being inspired by each other, but I, I find inspiration I love working with people and bringing our ideas together. I could I could feel that in listening to the song. Not that I knew that it was a commission, but it sounded like I, I had the question in my mind. It was obviously a love song, folks. And I had the question in my mind, are these people that are known to you? Is this you? It didn't feel like it was you. It felt like people right. who are known. Is it my? Is it her parents? Is it somebody that she knows and was touched by? It's clear that the. Um, it's clear that your empathy is really the the avenue, because you're touched by people who say, "Can you create a song for her and hers?" Then you must interview them. Yes. Yes, I, I interview them. I try to find out as much as I can. And then I try to, it's almost like being an actor, actress, but, but put myself in the role yes. of them. And, um, you know, that, that was a beautiful story. I mean, it was this gentleman was giving this to his wife for their 56th wedding anniversary. They were each other's very first kiss uh, in college. And, you know, it was just an amazing story. So I, I got to create a, a really wonderful song that actually makes me cry when I listen to it. And so. I'm filling up with tears as I'm even remembering it. So that's the beauty part of our interdependence. Yes. And often, you know, I hear the phrase, there's only really one of us here. Right. And where, as, as indicated by the other song, one of the other ones, roots run deep and we all come from the same tree. Yes. Right? Where did those words come from? Like, you know, it started, it started with the chorus. Honestly, it was one of those evenings after a show. <laughs> and um, I just, I had this chorus. I had the melody in my head in in the bathtub and it was like where I see you and you see me descending from the same tree uh, our roots run deep because there's so much division in the world right now and part of creativity for me 
is being is is connecting the dots of everything that's going on but having some kind of catharsis in it and you know if we could just see each other coming from the same tree would we be more present and different with each other and it was obvious that you as the artist was were feeling connection so that's perfect that's a perfect story right after an evening of connection and you have your bath and based on that connection look what comes because that feeling lasts right as a performer yes you have a bad feeling or a good feeling it does really good feeling and look what spawned from it those are great examples amber and mark is smiling i think he's relating to this part of the conversation oh absolutely just this part i'm relating to all the stuff So go ahead, please. Oh, oh the, I'm talking about a typical day in the life of Mark? Yes, yes. It could be a typical or an atypical day or post or pre-pandemic or within this unusual time. Okay, so a few things first. So, so my, my day is typically, you know, like I, I have to really be good about creating structure because when this pandemic started to happen, it wasn't a huge shift in my life, um, primarily because I've been working remotely for years. So the majority of what I do, 95% or more, is through my home office or, well, it used to be a coffee shop. Uh, now it's my, so there's the big change. Uh, it's, it's my home office where I am now. Um, and for a while during the pandemic, I was laid off in April. So I really had to be good about creating some structure until about six weeks ago. What were you uh, laid off from? Um, so in early April, and it's what I'm doing now as well, it's the same thing. So I was doing training development. I was doing what's also called instructional design. Uh, it uses a lot of my other skills as well, such as graphic design and presentation design and visual storytelling and all that fun stuff. Uh, and I've been doing that uh, for just over 10 years. Uh, but the cool thing about what I do is it in- incorporates, it's not just one thing. I get to do writing, I get to do design, I get to be visual, I get to be verbal, I get to, you know, I get to be all these things. Um, Okay, so anyway, so back to a typical day now, I I generally tend to get up as early as possible, a lot of it due to the weather, it's, you know, it's hot here in southern Arizona, I try to get moving as early as possible because going outside is critical for me. Uh, so, uh, whether that's a walk, whether that's a run, whether that's a bike ride, whether that's just some kind of strength training workout, some, or just if I'm taking a day off from that, I'm meditating outside because meditation is typically the first thing I do after I get up. And, and then if I am exercising, I'll go from meditation to some kind, you know, typically it'll be running or some kind of strength training. You know, it really gets my day going. Uh, I typically don't do the real artsy, fun, passion stuff for me until after I finish uh, my day of instructional design. Uh, Now that doesn't say, that doesn't mean instructional design isn't creative and I'm not passionate about it, but really where I get to just spread out is typically after four or five o'clock where that's where the drawing, that's where the photo shoots, that's where all of that stuff tends to happen. You know, by five, six, seven o'clock, the lighting is beautiful outside. Um, this is assuming it's a work week because if it's during a weekend, I'll be out and try. I'll try to be better about getting out in the afternoon on a hike. You know, walking up the Suarez whenever I can and, and trying some different angles. 
when you say spread out, I got the image that, you know, so your brain is focused for meeting deadlines and doing the kinds of things that, you know, your job uh, requires. Um, but then like, I saw this brain just like unfolding, uh, you know, where you could just, you know, allow it to do what it wants to do. That's beautiful. Yeah. And, and I would, uh, that's actually a key point. Um, one of my bigger challenges has been getting out of my head. When it comes to my artistic challenges and focus right now, it's really being present in the moment and being like improvisational and spontaneous. You know, where, where when it comes to an idea, like say I'm drawing, in some cases I have no idea what I'm gonna draw until I'm drawing it. Clear. In other cases, I've done five to 15 minutes of research on some inspirational reference photos, for instance. Uh, and then I just get to it and start going. But really trying to get out of my head, maybe out of my head and more into my heart, maybe is one way to put it. Um, overthinking it is not where I'm at. It's, it's, it really is about expression and expression coming from a different place than rational thinking. I think that says it for a lot of creativity that, um, you know, yes, you could write a book, but even in the writing of the book, for it to be meaningful or digestible for other people, it really has to come from a, a, the voice in writing has to be authentic. And so it's not just a head thing. It's very often either like Amber was talking about an empathy, you know, to be able to feel what other people are feeling. So that's not a head trip, right? That's, that's a resonance with an attunement with an other being, be it animal, be it the man on the street, a la another song of Amber's. So I think that that's really um, a beautiful part of your life purpose is to make that balance, it sounds like, Mark. Yeah, and I think, I think people that respond to you, they're going to pick up on when it's not genuine. For instance, right now, I took a bunch of notes for this, for this podcast. Um, if I were sitting here reading them, you'd know I wasn't being as spontaneous and genuine, even though the notes are, are genuine. You know, it, it's like it, it gets, I have to make the notes, think about it, reflect on it, and then put them aside and be present in this conversation. And that conversation will continue after this short break. See that child over there, trust in her eyes. Wondering at the marvelous world like a great surprise I grew up long ago thinking I was wise Watching walls rise, allured by disguise Oh, don't know about you, but it's hard to see Many people I know don't think they're an artist because they can't draw <laughs> or they can't write music or they can't write poetry. Anything you want to say about that, Mark? Oh, so many things. 
I, I got to say, I get so disappointed every time I hear someone say, oh, I'm not creative. I'm not like that. I'm like, no, creativity happens every, anywhere and everywhere. Now, okay, one example I do like to reflect on. So there's, as a drummer, one of, you know, one of my main instruments, I, I always found it fascinating that another famous drummer who recently passed, actually, his name's Neil Peart, uh, from a band called Rush. He, he was in an interview once years back, and he was discussing the diff, you know, talent versus practice. And he's considered one of the most talented drummers in the field of rock music, of rock drumming. And he never considered himself talented. He always considered he got to where he was by practice, by the desire to get there, by the sheer willpower, by the discipline to stay at it every day, to work his little butt off. And like this whole thing about talent, the heck with that. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, it's great that you think I have talent, but it, it's worthless if you don't do something with it and activate it and practice and keep at it. Really, everybody has something that they can be quote unquote creative at. You just need to keep trying things. There's a little bit of trial and error involved to figure out what those things are, but don't, don't be hard on yourself. Try basket weaving and if it's not working, move on to something else, but keep moving on and keep trying. Thank you. And that's great <laughs> advice for our listeners. You're smiling, Amber. What are you thinking? Absolutely. I completely agree. I, and first of all, I also agree with the talent and the practice. Um, as a kid, I could, not, I could not hold a pitch with my voice. It took repetition of pounding every note on the piano to try to match my voice to it. it I did, that was not a natural gift. You know, Mark mentioned this pretty early in the conversation, and that part was about structure. And then uh, both Amber and Mark followed it up with the whole idea of discipline. Um, and this time does allow us to create our own structure, right? Because there's this tableau of X number of hours, and how do we want to spend it? And so I think that, you know, just the old mind, body, spirit, um, how do we want to spiritually connect with nature, connect with the environment, connect with other people? How do we want to learn? How do we want to use our brains? Because, you know, what we grapple with does grow our brains. If we don't grapple, if everything is easy, then... In a sense, our brain begins to shut down. It's like a, a psychic form of atrophy where it's just easy to think what we thought in the past and not be open, but now we've had to grapple. Even business owners, um, recreation owners in our, in, in our country have to grapple with how are we going to safely accommodate? How are we gonna keep the economy open while at the same time we keep everybody safe? That is a major creativity and innovation challenge. So being able to stimulate our brain and to, to speak with people and connect and share the problem solving, I think every day, even if it's just a matter of what am I going to do with this chicken part in my, in my refrigerator? <laughs> Anybody have any good ideas? <laughs> you know, kind of thing, even that. 
And then, of course, as Amber is talking about, you know, the self-care of being able to use whether we shower or whether we bathe or whether we swim. I'm a big, you know, either I walk or I swim in, in, in the morning. And just having that sensual connection and that activity and doing something for our body, whatever it is, walking dogs, you know, or dancing around if nothing else works. Right. So mind, body, spirit, and then usually out of that combination, particularly out of connection, something comes. And using our discretion and not to swallow the news whole and not to get addicted and not to get stuck there, to be informed, but not to be inundated. Those are some of the things that come to my mind as psychological health and well-being. One of the things I'm hearing you talk about is just like, I mean, you're cultivating a flexible mindset, I think is one of the best things we can do. You know, whatever it is that works for you to just, you know, like be good about like the norm is change. That that's, that's really what's going to keep going. So the best thing you can do is not to try to adjust to the new norm because there's not going to be a new norm. No, it's different every day. And that's why that's good to go back to that whole issue of the growth mindset is that when we look back on this time, we will have we will have seen how far we've come in our own personal evolution. And if we're fortunate enough to be able to interact with others and affect other people, um, either through music or through art or through writing or psychology, we will have changed a lot, but we can't experience it because we're, I mean, we can't come to any conclusion because we are living history. Yeah. It's happening right now, right in front of us and being the more present we can be in that process, the better. Yeah, part of part of it for me, the part of the challenge for me is it's probably the same for a lot of other people has been really dealing with sources of fear and anxiety. Yes. Uh, and you know, and I've I've also got a little bit of or have had a little bit of depression going on as well here and there over the years. Um, so one of the you know I'm paying special attention to you know not being you know not being influenced by external factors as whenever possible for for instance i'm staying off my facebook feed a lot more these days uh social media okay instagram is is much better but facebook has not always been i'm not trying to single out facebook but social media in some ways cannot be helpful you know because a lot of a lot of the messages are negative and i'm not ever going to say ignore the messages but i am going to say focus on more positive messages because you know what there's actually a lot of really great stuff going on out there right now we're just not focusing on it so that's a big one for me is focusing on the positive focusing on things that are actually productive uh that i can do personally or things that are positive things that are going on in the world it's easy to focus on the negative and complain well if i'm going to complain i need to attach an action to that complaint If I have a problem with something, then I need to do something about it, as opposed to, I'm just going to complain and you're going to be my audience. That's not useful. (laughs) Anyway, that's what I got. (laughs) But as far as um, creativity, you know, doing the dishes could be a piece of art. That all comes from how you think about it and being grateful for, you know, for even to be able to do the dishes and the sense of touch and and just, you know, living intimately with life. You know, everybody has a different gift that they bring 
I certainly do not bring the gift of being able to play any type of sports. We all have some kind of creativity inside. And if there's something that sort of lights you up, just keep doing it. You know, when I, writing songs lit me up, but I, I was no good at it at first. I mean, it took many, 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 and it's still some of those songs have a stack of drafts, you know, like 30 at least <laughs> drafts of them. Like Mark said, you just got to keep doing it. You really activated one of my favorite phrases, which is, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about loading the dishwasher. I have- um, At this moment in time, or are you, are no, you no, coming no. back? No, I bought these dishes, these yes-to-wear oh, okay. dishes, and they're all different colors. Uh -huh. And I brought them so that I could amuse myself if I had to do something like every day, like setting the table or loading the dishwasher. It's a pleasure to load it because every time it's a little bit different. And Bibi, you've been experimenting with cooking in different ways because now there's the time and we can't go to restaurants. So the emphasis, it's, you know, necessity is the mother of invention kind of thing. You know, what delicious thing can I make today? I know that that's what you think. I'm a much better cook now. I, I have got to say that. I mean, I'm, I'm super happy with some of the new things I've discovered of like, okay, I'm not just going to have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches anymore. I can't go out to dinner like three, four days a week like I used to. I got to get creative at home. <laughs> it's a little hard to farm in the desert, but we do have basil plants. <laughs> basil plants, <laughs> right? Rosemary. Right. The hardy, the hardy uh, type of plants, right? The hardy type of people like we are. Right. We can survive. Yeah. So I think this has been a super sweet and fruitful combination, right, of ingredients. Thank you, Mark. It's been very inspiring. Uh, thank you, Amber. Yeah, definitely uh, mutual. This has been a, some great conversation. Thank you, all of you, so much for having us. Don't you hear it? The time has come. What we came here to do is love, love, love. What we came here to do is to bring love to you. And thank you to our listeners. For more from our talented guests, please find Amber on Facebook and on her website at Amber Norgard. That's Amber, N-O-R-G-A-A-R-D. Her new album, Roots Run Deep, is available as a download or as a CD through her website. You can find the glorious work of Mark West Artist on Facebook at Mark West Art and on Instagram at Mark underscore west underscore art thank you all for listening watching towers rise to the sky feeling them crumble when we fall to demise oh but love is calling calling from the
Support for this program comes from AARP Arizona, whose mission for over 60 years has been to empower people to choose how we live as we age. For more information about AARP Arizona, go to www.aarp.org forward slash az. For more information, visit our website, boomgoddessradio.com, and follow us on Facebook, Boom Goddess. We'd love to hear from you. Your interest powers our programs.